This is a Looney Goons project. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Looney Goons podcast for episode trace. It is me, your boy, Justin, with here, your other boy, Mick. Hello, I am here. I am the other boy. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the effects of hallucinogenics on the human body. And we're going to cover a little bit about dreams in your body's, uh, I guess you would call it natural hallucinations. I mean, it's not wrong technically, but before we start, Mick, quick question. Okay. Would you rather be able to erase somebody's memory or predict their future? Ooh. Well, is it any person at any time? Uh, let's just say you had to be in proximity of the person, like, you know. Okay. Or to make it even better, you have to make contact with the person, like, touch your shoulder or anything. Okay, I would take the predicting the future thing, because th- I feel like that's an easy way to make money. Oh, yeah, honestly. I mean, is that, che- is that a cheesy answer? I mean, it, it's, it's true. I'd rather raise somebody saw it. Yeah, I mean, you could be more devious with that one. Easy, bro. Yeah. Easy, like. You imagine like hypothetically, I'm not a criminal and yeah. I do not do these things, and I'm not endorsed in any type of way. <laughs> but no, uh, so like imagine going in, mm-hmm. robbing a bank, yeah, touching people's shoulders, yeah, just like you know anything, walk out, and nobody remembers a fucking thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's pretty busted. That's pretty busted. I'd honestly use it on a like going to Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm eating my getting ice cream yeah not ben and jerry's uh, baskin robbins uh-huh and then the ice cream when i forget paid, you were there when i paid casually grazed their finger uh-huh i handed the money and then he forgets that i got the ice cream and, and then you just take out. the money back i just walk out okay that's it hmm okay Small little things in life there you go yeah so just free ice cream free groceries whatever yeah pretty much uh so uh yeah back on the whole thing of lsd man Okay. Crazy thing. Uh, people, the, y'all know this as uh, the popular word for it is acid. And as bad as it's portrayed in American movies and the news and everything, it is portrayed totally wrong. This was a thing made by Albert Hoffman uh, that completely revolutionized the human mind. And it, it's a, it's, honestly, it's a medicine before it isn't like a dangerous illegal drug it's it's a tool and like any tool it can be misused exactly man uh like microdosing used on people with ptsd that's insane what it basically does it takes the wires inside of your head and solders them back together i mean it can do remarkable things uh i don't think it'll do that for everyone but no but it has great unexplored potential because of the way it's you know implemented in the right way and use under the right settings, it could help uh, with. It's been shown to help with a lot of mental illness. It's been shown to help bipolar disorder, autism, PTSD, and many other forms of mental illness. And it's uh, it's impressive. And it's one of those things that it's that kind of technology, sort of like the Tesla coil. It was mm-hmm. invented, and it was up to the people to realize that we got handed one of the most important things in the world yeah people were afraid of electricity at first too exactly and now we harness in every little thing and i think with the use of microdosing with lsd it can also expand the human mental capacity it uh (laughs) it i read that so 
normal human can track four things. A person can play video game can track six. And it's shown that from micro days, a person that doesn't play video games or anything to enhance their reflexes can track up to six things from microdosing because I guess it sort of like clears out the gunk of your mind. Yeah, I, I mean, it does, I would say, uh, I guess bring things forth from the subconscious in interesting ways. Yeah, it, man, uh, first time I did it was four years ago. Yeah. And after that night, uh, I did a little night trip. I woke mm-hmm. up, lay, not woke up. I was laying on the porch the sun was coming up. Yeah. And I see the sunrise. Well, uh, I was in the apartments. Yeah. It was when I was over at the two stories. Mm -hmm. And you saw it go from every shade of blue to red. You saw green. You saw the whole spectrum of it coming Mm -hmm. up. And then I was listening to uh, the song. uh, What is it? By Skrillex. the long driver. You're hitting some some dubstep on the come down. Well, as soon as the drop hit. A V of geese flies over the apartments. Okay. And I was like, you know, just completely yeah. mind blown. And all. I truly understood the bliss yeah. of the universe and what things the life has to offer that we don't yeah. think about because our mind yeah. is too occupied. That's a Giving itself moment. an anxiety attack. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar thing where uh, towards the end it was, you know, I probably started at, you know, midnight. So it's, you know seven you know seven thirty in the morning and everybody that was there with me had gone home at this point i am you know by myself and i have to go to the bathroom i'm in there just dropping a deuce and a person you know that i added on facebook a few years ago who we hadn't really talked a whole lot just sent me a nice song and the song is orlando by blood orange check it out you start enjoying music a lot mm-hmm. uh like, not a lot, because, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy music as is. Yeah. But when you're sitting there, you really appreciate the uh, the emotion that mm-hmm. artists put behind songs, because everybody yeah. hears a me- song as, okay, I'm going to bump this for a couple days, but after you do that, after you open your mind for the first time and experience what the universe has to offer, music is such a more uh, soul-touching cool. thing. I was listening to a lot of uh, gorillas okay. online, and I was out of my friends. Me and you are the biggest gorillas fans. Yeah, by far. I, I, don't, I think I, out of I my mean, friends, you have ones that listen to. I, I mean, I know you have a gorillas vinyl. Don't you? Demon Days. Okay, uh, yeah. one of my favorite gorillas albums. Hell uh, yeah, Feel Good Ink is the one that it dropped on. If you haven't Man. heard Feel Good Ink by the Gorillas, please that go was... check it out. I, I Once think, it hits the acoustic yeah. in it, bro, that's I mean, when I was sitting there popular, and it, it really slapped my mind when I heard it. And you feel a lot of the emotion they put behind their music because you're, it feels like, you know, your third eye is unlocked. <laughs> and, you know, that's cheesy to say that's how everyone depicts it and all the art. But, it's, no, you're, uh, your third eye, you're, you have a I pineal mean, gland that's, that's in your brain. And, yeah, I guess a way of saying it because it, it certainly changes your perception. The way you experience the world around you feels different. It's, it's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, uh, when, I, when you talk to somebody after you do it, you have more appreciation for a person as a whole spirit and not just a body. Because after I did it the second yeah. time, every, my mind was more mellowed out yeah. ever since. Like, you know, it fine-tuned some things. Every and, person is, you know, shaped by their environment and those around them to a degree. 
And there's also things, I think, that are inherent to each person. And those exactly. two things are always kind of uh, clashing against each other. Yeah, and well, there's it's one of those things that, like, you know, as humans, we're all the same, yeah. but we're not the same. Mm-hmm. And after you unlock your mind with LSD, it's to the point where you talk to somebody. It's not just my buddy Mick sitting in front of me. You really see that this is this is a mind that's operating within this body and you really start to respect the spirit more than you do the physical body. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, uh, appreciate the character of a person, you know? Exactly. And it, and uh, me and you, we've done it plenty of times together. And we've, I mean, and that's why I appreciate you as a friend is the fact that we, we share these experiences and it's, it's really something to be able to open a door to the universe with your homeboy right yeah. there because you can sit out there and talk for hours we've and i think the we've coolest, talked easy yeah. over what 14 hours total yeah. like the, you know the put coolest together. thing about that is like like i was saying it changes the way you experience things so i'm sure that we were in two completely different places but being able to interact through that is cool exactly mm-hmm. man uh but lsd has some crazy things that it can do uh by accident Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was discovered by accident. Albert Hoffman riding his bike home and, you know, getting all lightheaded and laying down and seeing bubbles. and It's so crazy. That yeah. If you turn the molecule sideways, it looks like a fucking bike. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what a coincidence. It's the universe aligning. Yeah. That's all. The universe spoke to us in that way. The universe spoke to this one man and said, I give you the key. <laughs> well, I mean, he... Went on to do cool things with it, and his you know legacy lives on. Albert Hoffman's the reason we have MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, strange to think about. You know, the government such uh, a big well, government. Well, they, yeah, they, I don't know. It I was hidden. the government, I say, but I mean, it's military. Any, yeah, any time that there's you know an institution in power that wants to maintain that power, they're gonna you know experiment. Yeah, experiment and try to you know develop ways to maintain their control and interest. I wonder if this can give me super soldiers. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, Nazis and their sleeper agents. Oh, dude, that shit is wild. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. But uh, back to what I was saying about the LSD uh, taken by accident and do crazy things. Mm-hmm. There is this thing on uh, Inverse.com. Yeah, and the uh, title to it is "Can You Overdose on LSD?" and what three case studies taught us. Okay, and overdose in what sense? These. People just took a lot by accident. Yeah. And uh, these cases... What happened to people who took just absurd amounts? uh, Absurd is a small way to say it because it was... uh, Let me think. Okay, yeah. A normal hit is like 100, 150 microgram? Yeah. Clinical ranges are from 75 to 200. Yeah, okay. So, and I guess 75 is at the low end. What you considered a dose and anything under 75 is a microdose. Okay. So, uh, the average recipient is 100 grams, and that's in a okay. safe environment. Yeah. With no negative side effects found after it. And, uh, okay. Yeah, dude. And there's the body's toxic response for drugs, and that's, you know, it ejecting it in some way, you throwing up or mm-hmm. anything happening. Yeah. I mean, and these, these, these people's yeah. bodies really didn't have a toxic response to it. To, to insane doses, like, or things that, you know, amounts that... A normal person will never see in their life. Uh, easily. Okay, yeah. so here's 
here's one of the cases. Okay. At a summer solstice party in the summer of 2000, a 15-year-old female diagnosed with bipolar disorder. A 15-year-old. With bipolar disorder and a 26-year-old woman who was unaware she was two weeks pregnant. And this is two of the cases out of the three right here. Okay. And she, they both accidentally took a thousand micrograms a piece. Oh boy, that ten is times ten the times normal the normal dose. After taking a massive amount of LSD around 10 p.m., the teenager curled up in the fetal position, came, became infused and erratic, suffered a seizure, and was rushed to the hospital. Oh boy, that's her, not good. But her symptoms subsided, and from that point, she experienced significant mood mood improvements. And reductions in mania with psychotic features. Huh. Her bipolar disorder markedly improved. A shift that lasts to the present day over 20 years after the overdose. And the reason she had the seizure wasn't because the LSD made her body react in that way. She had a freak out. She was tripping out. She sent herself. It, the body's anxiety got so high it seized her out. And the pregnant woman didn't vomit, pass out, or have a seizure. Instead, she had it intense reaction but by the morning she was able to talk with others and carried on her day as normal further pregnancy was not affected huh. she wanted to deliver a healthy baby boy who showed no developmental problems the child is now 18 years old and the third case okay and this is the one boy so a thousand micrograms is nuts but i'm expecting this to be blow that out of the water easily okay and that that's not blowing out of the water is up putting it lightly Super lightly. Okay. This just ripped a... This this third case, this lady saw the ripple of time and space, and she tore it in half and ran through. This is what happened. the starry vault asunder to reveal the face of God. A middle-aged woman mistook LSD powder for cocaine. Oh, boy. And snorted 55 milligrams. Mil, not my... Milligrams. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, that's 550 times the previous case's dose. Yes. 550, okay, so that's over 5,000 normal doses of LSD. Uh, 500, or 500, okay, 550 yeah. 550 times, so. Yeah. 550 times, and that's still a ridiculous amount. For the next day, her toxic response quotes, Yeah. toxic response took okay. over and she vomited. Okay. And she blacked out. Okay, oh, like, completely. Yes, but after this period, the woman reportedly felt pleasantly high, although mm. she wasn't able to communicate coherently. Ten hours later, though, she was able to talk with her roommate and seemed coherent. Okay. The roommate fed her and stayed with her another 12 hours until she was back to normal. This That's, chick had a 24-hour yeah, that roommate is a true homie. Oh, yeah. Like, easily, easily. Yeah. She had dealt with chronic pain in her feet and ankle for decades linked to her Lyme disease. Oh. To manage the pain, she took morphine. Okay. After the LSD overdose, she cut down her daily morphine use dramatically and stopped using it completely at first, and then later huh. taking a reduced daily dose while okay. also microdosing yeah. LSD every well, three days. You know, uh, you know, anecdotal things from friends who've said, you know, uh, people who've been addicted to pain pills, opiates at various points who say that, you know, psychedelics have helped them to stay away from those kind of things a little bit. But I think it's one of those things when you do it, you have to have a friend that's done yeah, it before. A controlled like, you know, environment, a, controlled a safe environment. place. Uh, you you got to have your spiritual shaman with you. A friend that knows how to have a good time. Or not. I'm not yeah. saying, you know, disco, disco, flashlights and strobe lights. Yeah, have a good just time. somebody no. who's not going to throw you, you off. It, and somebody who can help you get out of a negative thought loop. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's, 
it's a crazy thing to experience and one day I hope to they make it legal in some medical stance where you can go and have a dose given to you by the doctor yeah a, a way where people can do it and not have to be afraid I think okay. with LSD how it helps you when you perceive the world you have your sh- your morphing your uh, it's and it's not what everybody you know what a lot of TV describes you've seen unicorns and fairies no. flying no there's no pink you elephants look, yeah you look at the wall and the wall is moving in this weird looks like a puddle yeah. like oh, a, a like very a, puddle. a very good depiction of the way psychedelics affect visuals in a movie if you've seen midsummer the way the the backgrounds float mm-hmm. at times yeah that's a good kind of example I guess. And I think that was done through CGI, but, you know, it's pretty good. Pretty good example of how that works. I'll tell you one thing. Hmm. If you have astigmatism. Oh, boy. You're going to have a hell of a time because you see tracers come off of lights. Oh, yeah. So astigmatism makes it look like these things are shooting fucking light beams at you. Hmm. And it's... That sounds wild. Yeah. But I think LSD also helps the subconscious mind come into play with your conscious mind because in dreams, yeah. uh, like oh, your dreams, your body crossover. Yeah, your body releases a lot of things of chemicals, and your subconscious mind comes into play, and you do a you'd call it a hallucination because that's what it is. It's a visual that's not physically there, and your mind produces. And once you enter the deep enough stage of sleeping, you can. Essentially, uh, what's it called? Lucid dreaming. Yeah. Where oh, you can boy. learn to control your dreams. and I've never been able to do it. Uh, there's there's a way, and um, it, it's hard for me to explain because I'm one of those people when I go to sleep, I just don't close my eyes and hope to go to sleep. I really focus on individual parts of my body. And, like, I can feel, and I will focus, you know, calm down enough and feel yeah. every part of my arm. And then you just oh I you just let yeah. the feeling disappear and you do that uh-huh. limb by limb. That's and once you can do get your whole body to do it little by little. Yeah, you can start feeling okay. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And you can yeah. just make sure to tell, tell yourself felt, I can feel the brink like right whenever yeah. I'm on the edge of falling asleep, but I'm not there. But like yeah, if you do yeah. that enough, what you do is you lay on your back, you keep your feet together, and you put your arms by your sides. Okay. And then you lay there, but yeah. your body's natural response is to make something itch. Yeah, or so you either that, jerk like that or something. Well, like, you know, yeah. like, say you have an itch on the end of your nose, don't scratch it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, your butt itches, don't scratch it. Yeah. But after that, there's, it's a body's way, I don't know, I guess laying like that helps mm-hmm. it focus better, blood flow, I don't know. But you start lucid dreaming, but the only scary part about lucid dreaming is uh, when the moment of your conscience and subconscious swapping spots on who's taking over. Yeah. You'll wake up laying in your room with sleep paralysis where you can't move your body yet because your conscious mind hasn't given you motor skills over your body yet. Oh. Just like your your body has an automatic thing in it mm-hmm. to keep your motor skills from activating while you're asleep so you don't yeah. sleepwalk uh-huh. or do other actions like imagine turning I move over. around like crazy in my sleep. Well, like imagine turning over because you're in yeah. a dream and your body thinks you're actually in there and you yeah. just punch your old lady in the throat. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, so your body has this automatic shutdown feature mm-hmm. in which you can't use your motor skills, but you yeah. wake up between... Between your subconscious and conscious mind tagging out at the end of the night, or whenever when you wake up, yeah, if you're already lucid dreaming and you're trying to control your dreams, 
you'll see everything around you and you can't move your body, but your subconscious mind is still producing using the chemical. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's not melatonin. So you can still see like you can still see stuff. You okay. see the shadow man. Okay. You'll see your worst. You a lot of yeah. people like. You can you see terrifying claymation LeBron James standing in the corner from the Sprite Cranberry ad. Exactly. You see some crazy stuff run through, bro. Uh, but yeah, sleep paralysis is no bueno, and I'll tell you that firsthand. Yeah. But I also think that when you dream, I think your subconscious mind is linked with the universe on another level because you're not using your five senses that your body was bestowed upon, and your five senses. Or what ultimately keep oh, you from yeah. experiencing the universe. Well, I think... Uh, you know, they keep your mind intact because it keeps the mind busy. You yeah, know, with, those the, senses, With the feedbacks. Uh, other, you know, say, animals, creatures that have different variations of the same senses, like, say, an eyeball that's structured differently, mm-hmm. perceive the same visuals differently than we do. But that exactly. doesn't mean that one of us is right and the other's wrong. Exactly. And yeah. I think when you dream... That you, since you're not using those senses, your mind can fully. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say well, fully can, unlock the potential, but, no, it, but can it, use it goes wild. Yeah. yeah, you can perceive things in dreams that could not exist in reality. Exactly, man. And I think that there's actually uh, this is gonna sound weird, but I I think the humans actually getting the humans <laughs> the, <laughs> like in other fucking weird little things. Yeah, but no, speaking I think, in the third person about our species. Yeah, I think humans. Uh, get in touch with the universe i think our spirits as humans themselves are intertwined with the the subconscious mind yeah because like you know there's there's that energy within a person and i think Mm -hmm. when you're asleep and your subconscious mind comes into play that that energy coincides with universal energy Mm -hmm. which a lot of people would call nirvana heaven uh shangri-la and i think there's just that ultimate conscience of the universe that every living thing is connected to when you go to sleep you're, so you're kind of tapping into some yeah, other it, t- it taps into it and i think that's what it is okay. and that's why like you know a lot of people say uh with foresight oh yeah saying, like you know we saw things or they had a feeling that something's gonna happen in a couple of days oh man i because think i think it's just like you know the yeah universe, i had a dream about drop of doom yeah i had a dream about my dog dying once and then two days later he died so like I mean, he was kind of sick and old, so, I mean, not but much still, of a prediction like, yeah, there. Like, but uh, I've had dreams, uh, uh, one of the crazier dreams that I have that I remember remarkably. I was 18. It was, I just started my new job. I was a, I was a windmill worker. Yeah. Oh, Care, I remember this. Terrified of heights. My, shout out to my cousin Jody for being a fucking dick. And getting me on the climbing crew when I was on the floor construction crew. But other than that, I was working out there and I had this dream. In the dream, I was out back roading and I flipped my car. Ooh. When I flipped my car, I looked down and there's three bolts that are stuck in my arm. Ooh. So I pulled one bolt out and it came out decently easy. Yeah. The second one, I had to like pull that motherfucker and like, you know, it was okay. in there. Yeah, it's in there pretty good. Well, the third one I'm pulling out, and this and thing's like, not you know, coming. Meat's wrapped around it, bro. Like it looks ah. like I'm pulling, like you know, string. Yeah, like, it's like know. a piece of rebar jammed through your arm or something. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, it looks like I'm pulling veins and everything are attached. So I'm just yanking it out. Yeah. Well, I was working with this dude, and he's from a uh, Native American culture, 
And yeah. his wife was real big into looking into dreams. Okay. And he explained it to her and everything. And the, she, the metal bars in your arm. Yeah. yeah. And everything she said was basically that I was taking life too fast. And that to get me in check, the universe is pretty much going to have three obstacles come my way. Okay. And each one was going to be harder than the next. Yeah. And like one of them was, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, the events that happened after. This was at a pretty turbulent point in your life, huh? Yeah, I was just now learning uh, what the world had to offer. I was going yeah. out there. I had good money behind me. Yeah, but this like, is you your know, first time out in the world on your own. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, you know, dreams can tell you stuff. You just, mm-hmm. you have to listen to what the universe is telling you. And oh, man. It sounds super hippie-ish, but no, the universe yeah. will talk to you. I feel, But yeah. it's up to you to listen to Some it. of my dreams are just gibberish, I feel oh, like. Oh, fuck yeah. A lot like, of uh, what was I going to say? The, the cat in the hat dream. Okay, yeah, whenever I was, I don't know, probably five, six, pretty young, I had a dream about the cat in the hat, the book version, not the movie version, the terrifying Michael Myers, no, the the cartoon, and there was a warehouse, just this nondescript giant building with, uh, you know, a couple doors, but I'm in there and there's hundreds upon hundreds of cat in the hats, human-sized, all the colors of the rainbow, just each one of them monochrome, one solid color. (laughs) And they're chasing me around this building, and I'm running, and I'm terrified of them. And uh, at at one point, I end up opening one of the doors, and I'm running out, and they grab me by, like, the collar of my shirt and drag me back in, and then start chasing me again. I had this, this dream of just being chased in circles by the cat in the hat. And his multicolored army of clones. Multicolored army of the whole spectrum of the rainbow cat in the hats running at you. And these are the yeah. cartoon cat in the hats, not the. Yeah, cat this cat is the cartoon cat. version. Yeah, that's. And each one of them is just one more one solid color, like head to toe, completely one solid color. But they're all colors. Yeah, they're all every like different, like every color you can imagine, <laughs> hundreds. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, but dreams are some crazy fucking things. <laughs> I've had I've had some pretty insane ones. I had one that I was... I remember one from when I was a little kid, dude. Yeah. You remember the show Gargoyles on Disney? Indeed, I do. I was a gargoyle, and I was flying with the other oh, gargoyles. And that's then nowhere, pretty sick. Well, out of nowhere, my wings fell. Oh no! So I'm falling, I'm falling, and then I'm I'm telling myself, "You're in a dream. Wake up, wake up, wake up." Yeah. So I finally I snap to oh, it. Oh yeah. And I, I think wake up. Dying in well, dreams no, I, is I, I, I quote, terrifying. I quotes woke up. Yeah. And then like this Doctor Strange circle appeared below what me, and I fall through it, and I yeah. land in a shopping center in this okay. alley, dude. And this giant orc thing with a big tree trunk club comes up to me, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm still dreaming." Yeah. And I was like. Wake up, wake up, just screaming at myself, man. And then, yeah. uh, right before this thing just bonks me, mm-hmm. I pop up out of my bed, sweating oh. bullets. Yeah. Hello there. Sure hope you've been enjoying the show to this point. There are a couple of spots here where we jump around a bit, so I'll be inserting transitions to make that a bit smoother for your listening pleasure. Thanks for sticking with us. All right, Mick. Uh, let's hit the brakes. And slow it down a little bit. I'm going to shoot some questions at you, man, from the deck of many things. Alrighty, then. And uh, let's just see what you got. 
Would you rather your fingers always feel sticky or your throat always feel itchy? Ooh. Honestly, I'd take the sticky fingers, as annoying as it is, because a scratchy throat to me, like, that... That's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. I hate it. It makes you drink so much more liquids than you should. Yeah, like, it's just constantly having to drink water, and even then it doesn't satisfy you. No thanks. Like, I can deal with sticky fingers if... I I mean, it'll be annoying, but... But your fingers aren't actually sticky. No, they just feel they that feel way. They feel sticky, so I mean, but if your throat's always Ooh, feeling itching, well, then you your have throat's no, always itching. Yeah, you have no way of telling if your fingers actually are sticky or not. Oh, making peanut butter and jellies would be a bitch. Yeah, it's eating something with honey. Yeah, they've each got their own, I, I'd still take the sticky fingers. Oh yeah, me too, dude. i got a case of the itchy throat right now, actually. Oof. Yeah, big oof. Alright, man, uh, celebrity presidents, Mick. Oh, Would you no. rather see Oprah as president or Arnold Schwarzenegger as president? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Arnold's already been a governor, but I don't really know much about him like policy-wise. So if we're taking this for just a meme answer, I'm picking Arnold all day. But I don't really know much about either of their genuine political views. Uh, I want Arnold to win, go back for a second term, and his campaign slogan be, I'll be back. Okay, for that reason, yes, absolutely. He has my vote. Yeah, I mean, also, just the way I've seen them portray themselves in public, like, Arnold smokes his stogie wherever he wants. He's he's made for the job. All right, man. Here's a hard one. Okay. And this is a big bugaboo for me because, uh, would you rather be covered in bees or spiders? Bees. Oh, man. I've already got one on me forever. I'm having PTSD yeah. thinking about this situation. You remember when I got stung by the bees? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got attacked, like, swarmed. Yeah, like 200 yeah. stings, man. Uh-huh. And, oh, they sunk so many painkillers into me and anti-anxiety, man. Yeah. I was screaming in that hospital room. It felt like oh, my yeah. head was That's, on fire. I mean, that can, in some cases, people die from that. Yeah, like, yeah they all swarm your head yeah. because it's the... Yeah, it's vul- yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, dude, they all started stinging up there. I was running my hands through, mm-hmm. and it felt like I was just... Yeah. It felt like running your hands through. Like, imagine opening something that's cotton on the inside, uh-huh. and pulling your fingers through. You know how it has that catching feeling? Yeah. That's what it felt like, because there's so many bees in there. It's yeah. Clumps, but I guess it also depends on, you know, how aggressive the bees are, because, like, you know, sometimes bees spiders. are chill. But spider... Depends on what kind of spider, too. I'd do tarantulas. Okay, tarantulas... That would, it would freak me out, but you're not really in any genuine danger. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do fuck insects in particular. Uh, I, I love bees. Bees are cool. Bees are bros. Uh-huh. They, they are. Bees are bros. Save the bees, guys. If you have a little yeah. bit of soda, if you have a sugary drink on a hot summer's day, don't throw it away immediately. Leave it out there for an hour. Let them get something off of it. Oh, that's a that's a sweet thought. It really is, man. Bees are the shit. Let's poke yeah. at your brain a little bit. Okay. Did you ever pick up a hitchhiker? Would I? Would you? Oh, I I have actually. Really? I mean, it was just one time, and I had another person with me, so I wasn't super worried. But I I don't think I'd do it again. It kind of wigged me out a little too much. The guy was nice, but like... (laughs) I mean, you got a set of balls on you, Yeah, I mean, I've also, one time, I I was very sick whenever I was in San Antonio for PAX South. 
Oh, bad time to get sick. Yeah, I, I mean, I got the, the pecs, uh, what, what, it just, I got sick, I got a bug of some sort on the second day, and I'm trying to walk back to the hotel from the convention center, and it's, you know, probably one, two in the afternoon, and it's a good mile and a half walk. So I get to go in, and about, you know, a quarter of the way there, I fall down and just start throwing up in the fucking street. I am having a horrible time. And this dude just rolls up in a car and he's like, hey, you need some help? And for whatever reason, I got in this person's car and he actually took me to the hotel. But that guy very easily could have kidnapped and murdered me. And I could not have fought back because I was so weak from being sick. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to be in either one of those situations. I've just got a thing about strangers, <laughs> man. Until yeah. I actually talk to you and get to know you, I'm looking at you with a sideways eye. Oh, for sure. And, you know, it's not nothing rude, yeah. but it's, you know, just natural fucking... Defensive mm-hmm. instinct. Understandable. I couldn't pick up a hitchhiker, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Take that back. It, it's... I wouldn't recommend it. No, neither would I. But morally, just seeing somebody walk on the side. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, it's... it's. There's always going to be a part... Like, if you see somebody broke down, you know, it, it might be somebody trying to rob you or some shit. Yeah. Karma will look good upon you. Yeah, Children of the Corn might be waiting to jump you, but... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Pay it forward. You ever had a slogan or a jingle stuck in your head? Oh, God. It's the worst when it happens. Uh, The one that's stuck with me my whole life. F-R-E-E. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. that. That, uh, oh, I say that the, at least ten times to myself in a day. When you have a structured settlement, but you need <laughs> cash now, call oh. JG. <laughs> ah! Hey, seven seven cash now. Yep. Oh man, but uh, free advertising. JG Wentworth sponsor us. Now freecreditreport.com. You better. Oh no, credit karma knocked him out the fucking water. Oof. Yeah, they really did. So we are in uh, mid October right now. Is there anything that you're ready for that's coming up? I mean, we're uh, we're still in the shit. The, part. Yeah, and this year in particular, not really. Yeah, I'm not ready for any. <laughs> uh, in an average October, yes. <laughs> yeah, like a real big thing right now. We're in video game season, baby. Oh, Cyberpunk is less than a month away. Yes, uh, I'm ready for it. this. Is particular, you know, so Justin shit. Yeah. But Destiny's dropping the new expansion Beyond Light. Okay. That's going to be a good one because it's finally giving us fucking conclusions to, to their immense storyline that's expanded over eight years that they leave hankers on. And it's finally coming down to the fucking boiling point where everything's yeah, making sense. I, I guess Destiny has been around for quite some time now. Destiny 1 came out in 2014. Mm hmm. Wow. Uh, Call of Duty Cold War is coming out. The actual true sequel to Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are hyped about that. I haven't really been on the series in quite some time. I'm just hyped because, like, I played Black Ops 2. Yeah. This is is the Black Ops sequel, but in the future, like, you know, distant future. No, this is the true sequel to Black Ops. Okay, so it's, like, immediately following the events of the first game? Yep. Okay. And Nazis are back, baby. Wait, so there's Cold War Nazis in this zombie game? Zombie Nazis are back. Okay, zombie Nazis. Yes, the, uh, they're back. Uh, what else is dropping? Cyberpunk's going to be absolutely shit yeah, insane. Yeah, I'm just ready for, like, CD Projekt Red. They build such amazing, immersive worlds in their games. And I'm 
ready to experience another one of those amazing immersive worlds. No, I'm talking about what games are dropping. We're, consoles are dropping. Oh, well. The new Xbox and the new PlayStation yeah, are dropping. Yeah, I guess they're also, you know, about a month away. It's, it's time of the console wars, everybody. Fucking in the middle of the corona epidemic. We are having a console wars. Yeah, it's... And that's uh, and everyone's going to be pissed because it's going to be so hard to get a console right now. Yeah. Think Everything's about, online. Think about all the, you know, the plans that these companies have been making with these consoles. Development for this doesn't happen overnight. This has been going on for years. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they just happen to be dropping in, you know, a year of economic turmoil, uh, I wonder how they're going to do because these are more expensive than the last generation of consoles, which sell. is to be expected. I mean, I'm sure they'll sell like crazy, but... But you know, it, I think it, a lot of people, thing yeah, a lot of people are in, you know, a worse financial situation than they were in the, you know, 2013, oh, yeah. 14 launch window of the other consoles. Yeah. Or the previous it's, generation. It's a, yeah, it's an aftermath kind of thing because it's the, everyone's been in quarantine or in their houses. Oh yeah. People are just, just well, sitting at home bored. gaming. Yeah. Everyone's got them a PS4 and Xbox, PC, you know, Nintendo oh, man. Switch. I know a bunch of people who've hopped on the Switch train in the last six months. Exactly, yeah. bro. So like, you know, it's really just, okay, this is, this is the perfect time for them to drop it. PlayStation 5 sold out within the first, like, what is oh, it, yeah. hour, two hours? for things like that never, you know, They It got sucked up in two hours. Bro. Yeah, demand. I remember how hard it was even trying to get a PS4 at launch. Yeah, I had to pre-order mine, like, it was, like, eight months ahead of time at GameStop yeah. and did payments. But PlayStation didn't give us much time. They gave us, what, two months? Yeah, this, this generation was uh, a bit more of a surprise drop. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, and even still, we don't know a ton about the consoles. Yeah, uh, that's going to drop. I don't know if I'm going to get a PS5 just yet. I'm yeah, sort of going to Tom Crunch yeah, school. Yeah, I'm going to... You know, bide my time, wait and see which one my friends get, which one ends up being the better of the two, because we don't really know In much. In our group, it's pretty much going to be the PS5. I'm I've sure. Al- I've already talked. Yeah. I've already, you know, you know me, i got to mm-hmm. inquire about this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, if anything, I might just hop on the Switch train. Yeah, it's... Gra- it's grab me a Switch, because it's, a, it, it's something to pass time, and I'm ready to clap cheeks and smash bros. It's it's a good system, man, and I'm I'm happy with it. There's... Some things that are, you know, a little scummy, like Nintendo re-releasing three ROMs for 60 bucks, and you know, it, things like that kind of rub me the wrong way, but at the same time, just having a good portable system that's, you know, of high build quality is well, Nintendo's good games. Nintendo's always done that, bro. Yeah. Nintendo with re-releases is, you know, that's the thing. I love what they put out. I just, their business practices are a little lame at times, but... But you know what the yeah. crazy part is? Hmm. It's not what's coming out this year. Yeah. What are they re-releasing this year? That's they get true. Nintendo fanboys excited. Yeah. And I, I'm one of those, man. I'm, like, when, like, yeah. uh, Wind Waker for the Wii U. Oh, man. Should've Wind written. Waker HD needs to be brought to the Switch so bad. Uh, I guess we are, uh, I heard the next one is Skyward Sword. I very much hope that's true because I never had the opportunity to play that game. You were missing a masterpiece, my man. Yeah. It was the start of the Zelda franchise. Oh, not the oh. start of the Zelda franchise, but the start of the storyline. Yeah, you chronologically. You make the Shield, you make the Master Sword, everything. Okay. It's nasty. That sounds but, cool. But, uh, yeah, so Nintendo, I bet they're going to Breath re-release. of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild 2. Well, that's next year. Well, they're also Hopefully. doing the Dynasty Warriors or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Hyrule Warriors on Switch is already out. But, no, they're coming out the second one. Oh, they Breath, are. With all the Breath of the Wild characters. Okay. 
Uh, like, you know, the champions and all that? Yeah, yeah. I played yeah. the 3DS version of that game, the first one. But Yeah, they're coming out the second one. Yeah. Oh, man. We're in anime season two. It's supposed to be anime season. But, yeah, you know, it's... An, yeah, anime studios have been hit hard by Heavy. that. Heavy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just ready for my final conclusion to Attack on Titan season four. It's finally got announced for December. Okay. So excited for that. Yeah, that's a show that I haven't exactly kept up with. Yeah, it's, uh, if you ever get the time, you just want a good storyline, some uh, good artwork, good action. It, yeah. it has it all, and it has you on your toes because nothing goes where you fucking planned. And, ah, uh, I see more chaotic anime, though. If you're listening, go watch Devil Man Cry Baby on Netflix. It's, it would be the most utter fucking of your life within a day's worth of watching. You can binge it all in a day. I, see, that's the, I love series that are short enough to digest like that. Wooly cooly. Yes. Four, or, uh, yeah. It's it's not long. It's eight episodes, six episodes. I don't remember exactly. I remember the it's, first show yeah. when I was tripping out. It's such a great time. Yeah, it's a show that I've had, you know, a few rewatches of. And each time I've taken drastically different things away from it. Thanksgiving's coming up. That's going to be great. But before yeah, that... Ready to pig out. Spooky season is still here. Halloween yes. will be here. Can't get ahead of ourselves. It. Yeah, dude. I'm going to go see some family. Have a great time. Always nice. Yes. Going and just having a good time is all I really need right now. Yeah, just kind of get away it. from the hustle and bustle of daily life yeah. for a little. School yeah. stresses you out, man. And, you know, there's a lot of people yeah. who go to college it's... right now. A lot of people in high school. But let me tell you, school is just never an easy fucking time. No, it's, it's uh, you know, something that requires time, effort, sanity that you don't have to spare. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little... I'm a couple wires short, that's for <laughs> sure, man. My mind works at 10,000 thoughts a second, and it's just whichever one I pick from. It's yeah. just like, I got a better chance of winning the lottery than to get an exact train on my thoughts. It's that vast. Okay. Oh, man. Nick? Yeah? There's, there's this thing that I've been thinking of. What is that? And uh, it's a little game we're going to play. Okay. Who would you rather eat dinner with? Okay. Gonda? Gonda. Gonda. Gondaria. Wait, what? Gondaria? <laughs> no, it was uh, Gandhi. Gandhi and uh, Buddha. Ah, oh, well, I think, you know, th- there were some. Uh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> a lot of dead air there. We're going to have to cut some no, of that. You're good. But, I mean, it, uh, it's a hard question. Yeah, it is a hard question. Which one do you want okay. to teach you spiritual well, I think, Okay, well, if we're going that way, Buddha, for sure. But I think that the way that Gandhi impacted the material world in, you know, gaining independence for India, someone who had that much impact on the lives of that many people in a direct sense is for sure worth speaking to. So... Without a doubt, man. I yeah. I, I'd rather go with Buddha just because I yeah. need him to touch my soul for that spiritual life. Yeah, I think if this dude really does have it all together the way people say he does, then he would be the coolest person ever to meet. Would you rather have dinner with Jesus 
Mm-hmm. Or Optimus Prime. That one, Optimus Prime. The Leader fact that, of the Autobots, yeah, baby. man. Hey, hey, if I get to have dinner with Optimus Prime, that means that robot aliens exist, and I know about it. That's sick. Nobody would believe you, though. That's yeah. the shitty part. That's true. They'd think you're crazy. I had dinner with Optimus Prime. You like, say you yeah, had dinner with Jesus. Some people won't believe you, but Optimus Prime, nobody yeah, would. No, if you, and, and a lot of people would think you're crazy if you said that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have dinner. Oh, man. Is that a tough one? Yeah, for me it is. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, so what's up, dude? Did you actually heal these people or are you a time traveler? You an alien? Maybe he's just the world's greatest troll. Smoking mirrors Houdini before Houdini? Yeah. He had a dude act like he had leprosy and lay there two days in advance and just went there and said, You it's are healed. It's all planned. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like. None of us know this guy. Where did this leprosy dude come from? <laughs> the greatest yeah. con artist ever. Holy shit. Uh, which Ninja Turtle would you have dinner with? Ooh, okay. Donatello. His gadgets and, you know, things like that. He is a smart the whole, boy. Yeah, just, you know, watching him tinker with stuff and talking to him about that kind of bullshit would be neat. I would have to go with... Oh, man. Pro- Mikey. Mikey would be entertaining. Mikey, just because I had the feel you could goof off and yeah. whatever. This you dude's could, gonna match yeah. your energy. Yeah, you could just give him something to roll with, and he'd probably go for twenty minutes. Like easy, man. Mikey yeah. would be so Ralph. Instant bottom of my list. Last yeah. thing I need oh, yeah. to do is hit well, a bad topic with him and him fucking chunk his eye. I mean, yeah, you don't want to get murdered. Yeah, oh, dude. Uh, uh. Leo, I think I just have a conflicting personality with him because his whole like. Uh, He's, He's the, the goody two shoes of the charge. group. Yeah, I gotta be in charge, kind of thing. And I'm be like, nah, dude, I'm in charge. And you know yeah. what I mean? And like, we just have the same conflicting personality. And I just couldn't have that. Would you rather have dinner with Wayne or Garth? Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that one's tough. Probably Garth, though. Oh, dude, rip for her pleasure. Ew. <laughs> Oh, man, Garth is such a great yes. fucking supporting Just, character. I know. Movie. I love his, yeah, like, he steals the spotlight when Heavy he does take a moment. With Just yeah. looks. Uh-huh. Just that goofy look, the yeah. humor they Dana put Carvey behind him. Dana like, is amazing. Oh, man, Wayne's World is such a good movie. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, and to a lesser degree, Wayne's World, too. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, it's sort of it's 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 a it movie. wasn't it wasn't a bad sequel. Yeah, and that was a big thing, especially with older movies. I'm gonna make a sequel to this good movie, and it's shit. Look at yeah. Independence Day. That's true. Every you know good movie, 80s, 90s, early 2000s has a shitty direct-to-video sequel. I have yet to watch the new Bill and Ted. I haven't either. It's on Amazon Prime, so I could, I think it is at least. So I could watch it whenever I want. I just haven't yet. I feel that. And I've, I was such a villain. I love Bill Oh, and yeah. Ted. I watched uh, the, the new Jay and Silent Bob recently. Good. Yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't disappointed with yeah. it. Yeah. It, it was the shit humor. It was, yeah, very much like more of the same but lesser, but I was still okay with it. You and know? it's one of those yeah. things that they were like, we actually went off the original movie. Yeah. We, we have a lot of references to the original movie. Yeah, the skeleton of the movie was basically the same in terms of you know it's a road movie there's you know characters that are introduced from these side plots that end up becoming involved in the Did main you know, plot uh, the one that plays jay's daughter is actually oh uh, what's, what's yeah it's it's, it's uh it's uh kevin smith's daughter in real life yeah 
I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they included their families into this. Yeah. So, like, that's, it's, uh, I, I like what, uh, what Kevin Smith's done over the years. Like, he's kind he's a, of. He's a great comedian. Yeah. Like, he's, he's kind of, uh, you know, Jay in those movies has had a lot of trouble with drugs and stuff. And he's given him, you know. Dude, he never gave up on Yeah, no, he never gave up on him. He's in rehab, I think it was like four or five Yeah, times. several times. And that's the thing. Like, he was a good friend to this dude, never gave up on him. And, you know, they're doing great now. So. They never gave up on their franchise either. Yeah, props to those dudes. Good shit. Oh, man. Another cult classic movies. And I ask people if they've seen this. And it's around Halloween. I recommend watching it. The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. The Lost Boys. Vampire, vampire classic. Uh, it had... What's his name, dude? He uh, voiced Snake in Metal Gear oh, Solid Oh, Kiefer 5. Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Is, yeah, the leader younger. of, like, the, the bully group. Yeah, dude, yeah. the vampires. The, uh-huh. the, oh, no, not the leader, because it was actually... Or, the it, okay. It was, no, it was he's the like... boyfriend was okay. the actual leader. Okay, but he's Spoiler like... Alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler okay. alert for a fucking 40-year-old movie. Yeah. I I forgot about that. Thank you for spoiling a movie I've seen before. That I just was Sutherland was, uh, I was not sad with him playing Snake. He did a good job. Yeah, I think, you know, I miss David Hayter, of course. But the, okay, also, spoiler alert for Metal Gear Solid Five: the reveal that, you know, you're not actually. I think that actually goes hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. The change of voice actor, I think it fits within canon for that reason. Like, it's. it's it, they did it officially yeah. for canon, but it's not. Yeah, like, I don't think that was the reason, but I think they worked around it with the writing really well. We're going to have to do an episode where we talk about Kojima, my man. Oh, my. Yeah. I would love... I would, th- this man's mind is the, so mysterious. It goes to so many different places, but... He's done work with Guillermo yeah, del Toro. Yeah, in many ways, this guy's been a prophet. Metal Gear Solid 2 predicted the future so hard. Makes you scared for Guns of the Patriots, huh? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, I really hope that that doesn't become true. Geckos. A terrifying vision of the future. Giant mechs walking around. Yeah, eternal war. AI. Private military corporations. Makes you think about the super soldier shit they do, though. Yeah. If they actually exist out there. MK Ultra. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, tying it back into the beginning. Ultra, dude. They experimented LSD and mind controlling techniques and mind wiping and sleep raid, just like they really tried to work with the human mind on it, bro. And yeah. like, did you know they actually did sleep deprivation well, projects in MK Ultra? Yeah, I think the interesting thing is, you know, a thing that many people purport to free the mind is what they tried to use to control it. Exactly, man. Yeah. And that that was the crazy thing, though. Universe handed you the key. Are you gonna unlock it, or are you gonna fucking keep it locked? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think being unknowingly dosed with LSD would be terrifying. Easily, yeah, you'd freak the fuck out, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because like if you've done it before, even, you yeah, can sit there even, and be like, well, I know you, what's you going might on. realize what's happening. But if you're in an uncontrolled situation, say you're driving a car and you, you don't know you've been dosed, and you're driving down the street and you start, you know, something happens. My nine o'clock in the morning oh, Saturday yeah, trip the, back home. <laughs> the uh, I think Jack Kerouac, author, you know, Beatnik, was involved in this plot once upon a time to dose, uh, I, I want to say it was Congress with LSD, without them knowing. Like, they went in dressed as janitors and put uh, liquid LSD all over doorknobs, water fountains, desks, just things that people would touch, get it through skin transmission. But somebody ratted on them and they went in there and, you know, cleaned it all up. 
disappointingly. <laughs> that would have been legendary. Dude, fucking uh, Congress. That just... would have been terrible. <laughs> I and mean, this was in like the sixties, so nineteen sixties Congress. A bunch of old, you know, pre civil rights white dudes. <laughs> Uh, the government would have been changed forever after that. They would have actually found the actual chain to set everything up. And yeah. just, everything, it could have been more peaceful for all we know. I mean, who knows? It's, it's just like, you know, the saying in the world, if you want more peace, everybody in the world needs to smoke a joint all at the same time. <laughs> and you'll have at least five minutes of, of people chilling out. Of stillness. And then the next, the next 30 minutes, the economy is going to boom because everyone's going to be fucking buying food. There you go. So any restaurant owners will be having a very good time. Oh, shoot, dude. But uh, MK Ultra, they also did it when people, when they were asleep, they uh, oh, played shit in the background, bro. Oh, yeah, trying to influence the subconscious mind. Yeah, because the human mind, people. certain frequencies yeah. will Oh, you pick things up way. in your sleep. Like, if somebody... You know, if number sequences, yeah. I, oh, I've had plenty of circumstances or plenty of instances where I'm half asleep kind of, and someone talks to me and I respond, but then I wake up the next day and I don't remember it. You know, they'll ask me like, oh, what did you say last night? And I'm like, what? I said something. So yeah, like just kind of that, like you were saying earlier, the in between, between conscious and subconscious, whenever, you know, it's you're, a delicate spot for the human mind yeah. because it's, you're sitting there there's no self-defense mechanism. Yeah, it's, it's pure osmosis for your mind. Yeah, like there's been times where, you know, you, you hear things and it might influence what's going on in your head while you're asleep. You know, even if you're hearing it, you don't wake up, but, you know, you hear a bump, you know, you might hear that and then turn around in your dream and see something as a result of it. Who knows? Oh, uh, Nigel has emerged from the cave. That's that one's name. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. The next one that comes out, I want to name it. Okay, so the next fish that emerged from the cave, you get to name. Lucifer. Okay, so... This fish is going to be top dog in that launch. Okay. Oh, dude. I really, really want to give me a fish tank one day. A big one. Just have a lionfish in there. Oh, man. If somebody ever pisses me off, I want to take it out and throw it at them. Oh, God. Poisonous fish. Just pin cushion their face. Oh, it's... I think fish tanks are cool, but it's quite a rabbit hole. You can end up spending a whole lot of money real quick. Like this right here is a, you know, it's a 29 gallon, which is a fairly common size, but you can't do anything too crazy with these. Nothing too large. So, and even still, this was a, you know, not, not a a cheap thing. So you really put work into it and now you finally have little fishies in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy. It's been cool getting to observe their behavior kind of learning their little patterns yeah i'm ready to officially move to town after i finish school yeah just so i can get a house and have me a doggo i already have a little doggo oh yeah where where's uh nova oh where's nova i miss her with the old lady's parents because okay. we're currently in an apartment yeah she's and, a sweet uh, dog oh dude badass little dog yeah. my, my royal 110 percent yeah, but dude. I told my old lady, I said, when we get a house, I need to get me a big dog. Get me another German Shepherd. You remember Lazarus, my oh, German Shepherd? Oh, he was great. Dude, you remember Nix? Nix, I miss her. That was such a hopper dog. Yeah, she was, uh, you know, she didn't get too along too well with uh, Liza, my dad's golden retriever. Yeah. And, you know, we had to get rid of her for that reason, but... 
Naomi and Shepherds she, are badass yeah, cats, bro. She was very smart. You know, she's about two years old, but I was having a really easy time training her. Like, she was taking extremely well. Give me your top five favorite dog breeds. Oh, man. Okay. Number one, Italian Spinoni. Oh, That's yeah. what Olive is. Shout she out is, to Olive. Yeah, she is my favorite dog ever. I love her so much. Her eyes. It, I it looks like a if I actually eyes. went it's out freaky. there and started like you know being uh-huh. around her i had the feeling she'd warm up to me oh she's a great dog yeah she's you just wonderful. never really seen me yeah okay number two uh let's see that this is where it starts getting a little harder because i love pretty much every dog but I feel that. yeah uh Let's see, man. I love English bulldogs. I would never want to have one because I feel bad for them for their breathing issues and stuff. But they're so adorable. Shout like, out to my uncle Ben. He had a badass one. His yeah, they're. Pete. I love them, man. The my Mac dog. Yeah, my dad's friend had one that skateboarded. That yeah. is legit, bro. Yeah, his, I don't remember its name because I was like six. But yeah, that was a cool dog. Number three. Okay, number three. Hmm. I, I do love German Shepherds. Nyx was a great dog, German like Shepherds you were saying. She's great. And then Liza, my dad's German or my dad's golden retriever. I gotta go with golden retrievers at number four because they're just the most like adorable, goofy. Like their personalities are hilarious, or at least Liza is. She's such a goofy dog. She lays down in a way that I've never seen another dog do, where she like lays prone and spreads her back like like this like fish tailing out and wags her tail and it's hilarious i got three there but i've been rambling for a while you take the dog stage so you got three yeah number one for me german shepherds okay i love german shepherds They're yeah badass dogs uh my boy lazarus was a that was that was my homeboy yeah he was he was something uh number two i gotta go with Staffordshire Terriers. Had one when I was a little kid growing up. Mm-hmm. Her name was Rizzy. Yeah. Super protective. That was, She was like a second mom to me. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to throw Sheepoo's up there. Ooh, that's a left field one. I like it. Yeah, Sheepoo's. My mom has a dog named Macy. And all throughout high school, that was my homegirl, bro. I take a nap. She was laying right next to me. I have so many pictures of that dog just passed out next to me. That dog is so happy. She's like 14 now. Man, and she, she just seems to be doing time. well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, number four, That's this is where I started getting into harder territory. Yeah. But number four, I'm probably going to have to put Australian Shepherds. Oh, man. Super smart dogs, super yeah. lovable dogs. Around these parts, you know, yeah. out in the West. Yeah, sheepdogs in general are just great personalities, easy to train. Oh, man. Keep going. Number five, mutts. Yeah, dude. Uh, just mixed breed dogs. You can yeah. get some cute little fuckers out of there. You can get some royals. Yeah, man. Like, dogs. honestly, the yeah, like, most of the best dogs I've ever known have been mutts. You really have. Yeah. But, uh, you got your last two. Okay. Uh. I gotta say, I you don't see many St. Bernards in these parts, but Saint I Bernard's love them. Never actually got to be around one. They're amazing. They're huge. 
they're enormous and they're so fluffy and just the way their faces are you can't really see their eyes but their tongue hangs out and there's they got the big floppy ears they're just how could you not love them saint bernard's and then uh great danes i love great danes i wish they live longer that's like the tragic flaw of that breed because every one of them that i've known have been great loyal protective you know but sweet and funny loving dogs so great one Danes. dog i want to give a shout out to yeah. is uh gavin's dog samson. oh dude yes samson i love he is a lab dog. labs are phenomenal dogs this like, dog is just a yeah. love machine i love he him is, so much yeah he was you know i i guess treated poorly in his early childhood but they they got a hold of him gave him a loving home and he gave everything yeah back. exactly he is such a just dog. ball of joy like, impossible not to love that guy. Dogs are such empaths, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, you love them, they love you. That's all there is yeah. to it. Dogs don't second question no. I was always told this thing, uh, who truly is men's best friend, and it's you get your dog and you get your old lady. Yeah. You lock him in a trunk for an hour and you open it up, and then when you open it, see which one's happy to see you. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. I think <laughs> my grandpa told me that. Uh, <laughs> lock him in a trunk for an hour. See which one's happy to see you. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if 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 all love is is being happy after being abused. Oh, dude. Uh, you know what's crazy? I've been watching on Netflix. What is that? Barbecue shows. Barbecue shows. Barbecue shows. Okay. There's a barbecue cook-off show that I watch. Yeah, like. I heard it from a boy Rashid yeah. all the way to the end. I think he got second. Okay. It's super good. Man. Southern barbecue shows. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. I love the food, don't get me wrong, but that's exactly why I don't want to watch it, because I'm just going to be sitting there and just get sad that I can't eat it. See all I mean, that yeah, stuff I mean, on screen like, and be like, damn, it's two in the morning, I want some barbecue. <laughs> that's a good thing. Though. Yeah. People from other places watch these yeah. shows. But around here, and man. And they we, see barbecue, yeah. and they're like, oh, it'd man. be so nice to have some southern barbecue, and I'm just We like, actually can go get it. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, I guess tomorrow I'm going to head by, you know, wherever, just yeah. grab me a slab of ribs. <laughs> some brisket yeah you know that's the if, it's a problem if i watch it late at night you know but if i'm watching that you know at say 4 p.m i throw on some barbecue shows i see something good i can go run downtown and grab something to eat that is great most people i guess do not have such access to i'm a man barbecue. of a, i like calf fries oh man rocky you, mountain oysters you're a fan if y'all don't know what calf fries are it's fried bull testicles, and they're fucking delicious. Severed nuts. They are delicious. Man. That's an interesting... I, I mean, I guess you just don't waste any part of the animal, so there you go. Yeah, but it's, uh, like, to me, there's a lot of stuff that I want to eat. Yeah, is that like, like a horse, like a delicacy to you? You you liter do you deliberately seek out like I would rather eat the balls than the rest of the animal, or that's the first thing I think about an animal actually. Okay, you're is like man, I really want to eat that animal's balls. Yeah, I do. Like 
first time I had an alligator, I bit into it and I was like, oh, this is good. I wonder what the nuts taste like. <laughs> Actually, that's like a real train of thought running through your head. Fuck no, dude. Okay. Like, you know, the first yeah. time I ate it and somebody told me what it was afterwards, I was just yeah. like, I'm already hearing it tastes good. Why not eat another Yeah, one? I was like, know? that's the experience I had. Like, I got tricked into eating calf fries and it wasn't the worst thing ever, but I don't seek them out. And on that note, I think it is time to end. Thank you for spending another hour of your life with us. You know, today, tonight, whenever it is you're listening, we appreciate it. And we'll be back at you again next week with another episode of the Looney Goons podcast. Have yourself a good day.